We've been speaking the past couple of days about the song of the fields, what the fields sing out, the idea that after a person has, so to speak, cultivated themselves, they move from the from the, the, the metaphorical concept of a barren desert into the field where things begin to grow and we cultivate things and we cultivate ourselves. And the interesting thing is the next song in Perek Shiro is one of six references that we're going to find to water. This one is the generic one, which is water. What does water say? The waters say, Mayim Oimrim, they say, Lekoil Titoi Hamoi Mayim, Bashamayim, at the voice or the sound of him placing, i.e., God placing the load, the multitude of waters in heavens, by Yal Nasiim Oretz. He raised interesting Nasiim here, translated as clouds, which it often is. Yes, you've probably noticed it's connected to the word princes, but he raised the clouds from the ends of the earth. Now, the um, it occurred to me whilst pondering this that this is the next stage. It's all well and good to start working on the field. It's all well and good to do the ploughing, etc. But if there's no water, then it's useless. But as we know, the next stage in the process, after we put in our effort, God puts the effort back in towards us. We've explained a number of times already in our podcasts that the reason that the rains, and there is a separate one for rains we'll discuss another time, the reason the rains didn't come yet at the beginning of creation was because Odom, humanity, was not yet on the, on earth to work the ground. For Odom, I in the avoidance of Adama, that man was not there, and we explained that the hidden letters of the word Odom, that's the Lamad and the Fay of Aleph, Aleph, Lamad Fay, and the Dalad, which is Lamad Sof, because really it's Dalad, Lamad Sof, and the Mem, which the hidden letter is Mem, spells out the word mispalel, to pray. That's the, the concept of avoider, that's the, the, the idea of working. The Once Odom was there, then to work the ground, then the rains came. That works in a physical sense and it works in a spiritual sense as well. And if you're doing that, if you're focused, as we've explained the past couple of podcasts, if you cultivate and you work on your fields properly, rather than going past the ruined field, as we saw from, from um, the words of Shlomo Melech. You have a, a a field that's working, a field that grows properly, and you don't, as we said, lose sight of the wood for the trees because you understand what you're meant to be doing. Without it, if you become blinded by the wrong thing, if you go down the wrong path, you essentially become a rebel without a cause. And we're going to actually see this. This is this is a, a an incredible concept that we're going to see, hopefully, begin to see with the word with the concept or what Mayim actually is. And this idea of the two-way relationship, which we have spoken about all the way through the podcast, and this is, I think, number 82, if I'm not mistaken, is this two-way relationship between us and God. And when, when we express the song of the water, once again, we're saying this. And um, uh, the, one of my favorite pasukim, not that you're going to have a favorite verse in Tanakh, is the one which says, Kamayim ponim el ponim, kain lev ha'odom la'odom. As the um, the the face, 
like water is, is the face to the face, so is the heart of a person to a person. So what does this mean? You can tell what a person thinks about you. You know whether a person is really, you know if there's a congruence in that relationship between you and the person you're speaking to, and you don't need to be a therapist to, to know that. You know if the person's smile, usually speaking, is genuine, unless they're a particularly good actor. You put in that effort and you show that effort to your fellow to yourself, to God, and he reflects that back. You put in the effort, he gives you the rain. It's a beautiful idea. You put the odom, as we said, which is tefillah, praying. You put in that effort, and he gives back to odom. He gives back that uh, call it reward, that yield for the work that you've done in the field, as long as you've got the right focus. We can't, we can't really say that enough times. Um, it's not always easy to know what that focus is. The water is the is the um, um, the, the life giving thing that that we need to keep us going. It's interesting that the word mayim is very difficult to actually uh, to to qualify exactly what it is. For a start, you'll never see it in the singular. It's always in the plural. The my Rebbe, Rav Moshe, Zechat Tzadik Levrocha, pointed out, he, he counted at least 15 different languages. And I actually went and checked this up last night. So I spent a long time looking through this. I think there's way more than 15 even, where the word for water in various languages is connected etymologically to the word what. So, for example, what and water. Um, Wasser and Vos, obviously, they're similar, the German and the, the Yiddish, etc. But you, you'll find this in, in, in many languages. I saw it in Dutch, I saw it, I think, in Danish, in many, many different languages. That's because the, the, the concept of water, it's kind of all-encompassing. It's very difficult to, to actually define. It's pure substance without form. You it, it only takes on the form of the, the vessel within, within it, which it resides. It's um, and nevertheless, that ma is odom. It's the same gamach. It's forty-five. It's gamach of odom. It's up to you to shape what you're going to do with your destiny, what you're going to do with your life. That is what the 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 idea of it. We we explained as well that chokma is koyach ma is the potent the what potential the potential of what it's what you are going to do with it. If you lose sight of your focus, yeah, you can go down the wrong way. Absolutely, you can. But water itself essentially is the source of everything. Notice that Mayim is often related to Torah because it's life-giving. You can't live without it. You properly, a, a meaningful existence. It's, um, it sustains you. It sustains the Jewish people. It's something where, where, um, where you, just like the, the shape of the vessel, um, it defines its shape. You have the, the the ability to express Torah in your way as long as it's related to the original source, as we spoke about. Um, Mayim is Chaim. It's called Mayim Chaim. Um, Mayim is related to Chesed. Chesed, which is kindness, giving the water. But the, the idea that Chesed is just giving, spreading, um, that's what water does as well. Water just spreads out as far as, as, far as it can go. And yes, you have Torah's Chaim, you have Torah's Chesed, um, the the all of these things are are for sure interrelated. Machalkel Chaim Bechesed. Even even the whatever the seventy two letter name of Hashem is, we don't know exactly what it is. That that very very esoteric name, that seventy two letter name is the um, is the name Yudke Vovke, which is 
the gematria of 26, but it's hidden letters, which of the yud is vov and dalad, and the hey is yud, according to one, one way of, of spelling it. The vov is vov, vov, so the hidden letters are vov, and then another hey, which is hey, yud. If you put the 26 of rachamim, of Hashem's name, in and add the hidden side, as we've been speaking about, the hidden side of Odom, so you have the rachamim, Hashem's rachamim, plus the hidden side, you have chesed, which is how Hashem gives and gives and gives, how he keeps the world going. These are incredibly deep concepts. We said that um, the, the words which, which characterize tamuz are the chol zeh Listen to previous podcasts for, for more about that, that where the end of the letter zeh spell out yudke vovke. Those are words, all of this is worth nothing to me, said homon. Homon who wanted all that kovoid, all that glory. He was so wealthy. Interestingly enough, says the Medrash, he was wealthy because he found, um, he and Achashverosh had discovered the treasure houses that Nebuchadnezzar had hidden, and they rediscovered them. Those were the treasure houses, one of the treasure houses that Paroi had hidden or had stored up, of which, who was the treasurer, says the Medrash? Koirach himself, who also found one of those treasure houses. When you are blinded by the Kovoid, you lose sight and you become a rebel without a cause. Interestingly enough, Koirach is the same letters as Kerach, which means ice. In Machshava, in thought, Kerach, ice, is called Din, because it's hardened water. It's immovable. It's cold. It's cold as ice. That's what he is. And that's what led to the Machlokes. A machlokes between Korach and his congregation against Moshe. And when they got so fixated by their own idea, even if they had the originally good ideas, they lost sight of what was real. They lost sight of the focus. If you understand that you're meant to be life-giving and not honour-grabbing, then you're going to have a meaningful existence.